We've got something a bit special today. We're leading into, uh, obviously, this today's Mother's Day. It's a very, very significant day. And so I want to start by acknowledging and honouring all the mothers in the room. Uh, I, I'm going to single one out, my own mother. I'd like to honour you right now, Mum, and and Myra as well, my my mother-in-law as well. So thank you for for all you do for our family. So today is a day to honour mothers all around the all around the world. And I also want to acknowledge the people in the room, including the people online, for whom Mother's Day could be a difficult day. I, I, we understand that it's, it's not always easy for everybody. And by that, I'm, I'm including those who, who had or have a bad relationship with their mother, those whose mothers have passed away, those who never knew their mother, those who never had a mother. You're heard today. Your, your voices are heard. We, we hear, we, we see you today. I just want to acknowledge the women who might find this difficult as well. Women who don't have a good relationship with their children. Women who have lost a child. Women whose heart's desire has been to give birth to a child, to carry a child, but for whatever reasons, they have not. These reasons could include women who've been unable to conceive, women who've adopted children, women who are stepmothers, single women. We acknowledge you, we hear you, we see you, you're valued and loved. And today, on this Mother's Day, we are honouring all of you. I've taken my cue for this from Jesus, who was not just the Jewish Messiah. When Jesus came, people were ex- the Jews were expecting he was going to save them. He goes, yeah, I am. But also, I'm including everyone else. There is room for everyone. My first slide today... This verse has been talking about how the Gentiles were once separate from Christ. In Ephesians chapter 2, it says, But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility. In that time, it was only Jewish men who were allowed to cross into that that place. But because of Jesus, it was open to not only Jewish women, but Gentile men and women. That means everyone else has that access. By including the Gentiles, and for that matter women, Jesus was including those who had previously been excluded. And again, if you've ever felt excluded on Mother's Day for the reasons I mentioned, or it might, might be a reason I didn't even mention, 
Today you're included. What is a spiritual mother? You don't have to answer that out loud. I want you to think about it. What does kingdom family look like? I've got an unusual verse here in the Gospel of Matthew. While Jesus was still talking to the crowd, his mother and brother stood outside wanting to speak with him. Someone told him, your mother and your brothers are standing outside wanting to speak to you. He replied to him, who is my mother and who are my brothers? Pointing to his disciples, he says, here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. Jesus is not in this moment being negative towards families here. He's not saying, my family doesn't count, you're all my brothers and sisters and mothers. No, he's, it's, an, it's an additional inclusion. He's demonstrating the way of the kingdom. You probably hear, you know, there's a few guys, you know, hey brother, how you doing? It's like, there's, there's no biological link between some of them. That's, that's, that's the same idea. It's inclusive. Jesus, inc- he continued to model this right up to the cross. When Jesus is hanging on the cross, he saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby. He said to her, woman, which was not a term of disrespect, woman, here is your son. So he's, he's talking to John, the disciple, and Mary, and he's saying, woman, mum, this is your son. And then he says to John, here is your mother. And from that time on, his, this, this disciple took her into his home. So Jesus, in talking about family, extended the family. We're all, we're all family in the kingdom of God. And again, it's, it's nothing. It's not a, he's not speaking against biology or anything like that. He's, he's including others into that. But of course, Jesus did more than model kingdom family. And if we're looking at the the position of women in, in the New Testament in particular and in, in Christianity, we have this awesome list. Jesus protected women. He empowered women. He honoured women publicly. He released the voice of women. He confided in women, was funded by women, celebrated women by name. He learned from women, he respected women, and spoke of women as examples to follow. And now it's our turn. Today we're going to put this into a bit of practice. It gives me great pleasure, it is an absolute honour that I have five women who have agreed to come up and be interviewed by me today. And I would love for you 
to give a very warm Life Church welcome to the following five women. They are Kristen Doherty, Sandy Anderson, Kay Gore, Megan Hunter, and Janice Hooper. Please, can you come? Yep. Someone like to get rid of this lectern, please. Not permanently, just for just for now. Thank you for joining me. This feels like a talk show. And thank you for giving of your time and and for the roles that you play. So I'm gonna. What I'm doing here is I'm gonna speak to. Um, each person, and I'm going to ask them all the same few questions. So I'm going to start with Kristen. Kristen, could you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, my name's Kristen, obviously. Um, I have uh, four beautiful children, but I also have a realm of children that have been part of my the ministry in the kids program and youth ministry over the years as well. And, yeah, just friends of my kids have now sort of come part of my family, so I call them my children too. Wonderful. Thank you. In your role as a mother, but also a spiritual mother, in your role as running kids, which Bible figure do you admire and look to for inspiration and why? This one actually took a little bit of thought for me overnight, Ryan. Um, I actually look to, to Mary, Jesus' mother. I look to her and I see her as an amazing role model. I think she's a woman who was just willing to serve. She gave God her life from a very young age, obviously, and said, do with me as you will. And obviously, she ended up giving birth to Jesus, and she raised him the best she could. And along that journey, um, there was obviously things that happened as mum. You see your child fall, you want to help them up. Um, she saw her son nailed to a cross, which hurt. And as parents, I think, in, as mums, it's weird, um, you see your kids hurt. One I saw this morning, which really hurt. But... There's a peace that comes because you know God and you can speak God and healing into that situation. And that's what I get from Mary. Thank you, Kristen. What are some of the characteristics of God that inspire you to look after those in your care? Love. Simply love. He loved. So we must love. I can't answer that any simpler. No, that's great. And Describe the role of spiritual mother and what that might look like. A spiritual one to me is someone who, who loves on other people, who prays for them, who comforts them, who cares for them, who welcomes them in, regardless of where they've come from or what their background is. Wonderful. Thank you. What advice would you have for those who may find Mother's Day challenging for whatever reason? Um, I guess, once again, look to Mary. She managed to get through it, her hard times. She, was, she watched everything bad happen to Jesus. She was... Then able to go and continue to love and comfort other people. And I think sometimes when you're not feeling it, the best thing to do is go and display it to other people because it will come back to you tenfold. Wonderful. And finally, how do we create a culture where we see the church operating as a family? 
I think it's seeing somebody on their own and you being the person to go make the difference in that person's life. So if you see someone in the foyer or someone in the church or out in the community, you, you can generally pick up on loneliness very quickly. Just go and love on them. Talk to them. Ask them how their day's been and just speak Jesus and love into their life. It's quite simple. It's wonderful. <laughs> can we please thank Christian for her answer? It's beautiful. Sandy Anderson. Yes. Could you please, it is on, could you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm Sandy Anderson. I came here nearly 10 years ago and I work at, well, work at the off shop. I'm the manager at the off shop. I work in the kitchen with a lot of lovely people. Um, I have five blood children, 25 Adopted children. I worked it out. Thirty-six grandchildren, but I think there's a lot more because without knowing, as Christians, so we love everybody, and you um, you got to just bring it in. So everybody's family. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you. In your role as a, a mother, grandmother, spiritual mother. Which Bible figure do you admire and look to for inspiration and why? That was easy. Um, it's Mary too. And as it was just said, she gave all. She gave all. And as a mother, we try to give all to everybody. And it's not easy. But um, for her, for a mother to have to see their child die um i don't know to give your child up i don't think it's easy to do so you know the love she shows the honor she shows um if i'm half that that'd be fantastic what are some of the characteristics of god that inspire you to look after those in your care answered it love totally love love respect honor care just um yeah there's nothing else excellent what is the role of spiritual mother what does that look like to you love care honor (laughs) Uh, um it's about putting yourself out there Showing your heart so people can feel love. I mean, you know, the word love is just amazing. But to show love is ten times better. It's listening, taking that time out. Um, I don't know where I was then when it stopped. Um, Yeah, look, it is. It's and, and another thing is just trust the inner you. 
You know, it's something that sometimes we don't. It's that hesitant that we don't trust that the love that we've got that someone, you know, might know it, might need it. So just, um, yeah. Thank you. What advice would you have to those who may find Mother's Day challenging for, you know, some of the reasons I talked about before? Today is very challenging to me. As um, Mother's Day, I would normally have mum with me and I haven't. So this is, um, it's, it's a hard one. It's about memories. You know, treasure those memories that um, if you have lost someone, honour those memories and honour the words that you, your mother has given you. The other is if you haven't lost someone, honour the mother you have now with you every day, not just Mother's Day. Tell her you love her, not just in words, but just a smile, a grin. So, you know, that's, that's what I can say. Thank you, Sandy. Finally, how do we create a culture where we see the church operating as family? Step out in faith. For me, it's um, that you care that someone, you know, is on their own, you know. To just look at people and um, sort of go, hmm, they just might need a hello, a smile. It's amazing when you walk down the, you know, the street and you smile and how many smiles come back. But it's um, sit down and or take someone out for coffee or sit down and have a coffee out in the foyer. But to embrace their story, their life, and show people that, that you know you want to spend time with them, not because you have to. You know, just put yourself out there because uh, it's amazing what can happen if you do. Thank you, Sandy. Let's show our appreciation for Sandy, please. Hello, Janice. Hi, Ryan. We just need to... There we go. <laughs> um, Janice, can you please tell us a bit about yourself? Hi, Hi everybody. I'm Janice. Um, I'm married to Mark over there. <laughs> we own our own business. I have three children, four grandchildren. Um, and, yeah, so we've been in this church for 19 years. Um, and... We are, I feel we are part of the church and part of family that is the church. So. Wonderful. Thank you. So in your role as a mother, as a mother <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Something didn't quite work on the way out. In your role as a mother and as a grandmother, I was going to pretend I didn't do it, but... It was, <laughs> Which Bible figure do you admire and look to for inspiration and why? All right. This part I've written down because I wanted to make sure I got it in the right context and um, just so I yeah, can get it right. Because um, there's so many characters in the Bible that you could relate yeah. to at any one time. Um, 
like David and his Psalms, um, John the disciple, the one that Jesus loved, Mary, mother of Jesus, but for a different reason um, for me is that she held the, th the promises of God in her heart. Um, but what came to mind when the question was first raised, which we re all received the questions last night, um, was Esther. Um, but not that I relate to Esther as Esther, but that I, that I see that my role is to create Esthers, to come alongside women and people and... Um, help them in their journey to discover who they are, um, that they are born for such a time as this. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that's what I see. And that was, that was prophesied to me quite a few years ago, um, that I would be an Esther that would bring, come alongside women especially um, to help them in their journey, to be the best that they can be. Thank you. What are some of the characteristics of God that inspire you to look after those in your care? Okay, so God loves each one of us and we are, we are called to do the same. No matter who they are or where they've come from, but to love on them as Jesus loves them um, will go a long way to bring healing, to bring wholeness to people. Um, yeah, so that's what I see our role is. Wonderful, thank you. And what advice would you have for those who may find a day like today challenging for whatever reason? Um, I just, I just, I'm a big one for mentoring. Um, you know, for people to come alongside. It doesn't matter who you are, but to have somebody who can love on you, who can speak into your life, who can you can take your troubles to. Um, and that's all of us. We can represent Jesus in that in that form. Um, that we can come alongside people, especially on a day like today. Um, yeah. Thank you. And how do we create a culture where we see the church operating as a family? Okay. So I've written I've written down because <laughs> I can't speak ad lib. I, my head doesn't work that way. Um, to know that God loves you and understands you and to pray. I think I've just done the wrong one. Um, and to pray and prayer is a big one for me. Um, we grow together and become family and each one would love and know, have a sense of belonging in the church. Wonderful. Thank you. Please show your appreciation for Janice. <laughs> Megan. Hello. How are you? Well, thanks. Could you please tell the church a little bit about yourself? Hello, everybody. My name's Megan. Um, I'm a teacher and I was the youth pastor here for many years. So they're my motherly roles, I think. Thank you. So in your role as a teacher, youth pastor, spiritual mother, which Bible figure do you admire and look to for inspiration and why? I think as a person, not so much because I view myself as a mother figure, but um, as a person, I am inspired by Moses. <laughs> Moses was referred to as a friend of God and he saw, he saw God 
which wasn't a privilege that many people experienced and uh, so much so that he radiated on his face <laughs> that he'd been with the Lord and so that I think I would like to do that in some way, shape or, fame, uh, shape or form, radiate that I've been with Jesus. And also um, I just thought this morning I admire Abraham too because he was um, a man of sacrifice. He was prepared to sacrifice the things that in, our, in this world and maybe this relates to me as a, as a single woman. To, willing to sacrifice for the Lord, um, I admire that he, he was actually prepared to do that. Wonderful. Thank you. What are some of the characteristics of God that inspire you to look after those in your care? Um, yes, everyone here has said too, and, and also just to mention that I've seen that I've seen that love in these women here too, so it's a privilege to sit here with them. Um, but yeah, you when you know the Lord, when you've been with the Lord, you find it's a it's a natural thing to overflow <laughs> to other people. And I've been quite amazed at the responses that I've had at times, uh, uh, even a furious love that's poured out of me, almost a violent, <laughs> angry um, response to somebody else's hardship or something that I felt like the, the enemy had tried to come against them and <laughs> out of your pause this... Um, I believe a godly response to that need for a person, and so, yeah, I think as you, as you know the Lord, um, that's like a natural thing. And also, I love there's a verse um, from Luke that, in a way, refers to to God's um, mothering or nurturing heart for us, and it it talks about the fact that, or well, He's reprimanding His people because He says, "How many times have I longed to gather you?" Don't you know that I've longed to gather you under my wings like a hen, <laughs> like a mother hen, you know, and to nurture you in that way? And I've always loved that verse for myself, um, just to know that God um, is is a God of nurturing <laughs> and he knows a mother heart. And I think God is above male or female. He's God, but he's, he's lovely enough to paint the picture of a mothering and a fathering heart for us. Absolutely. What, sorry, describe the role of a spiritual mother and what that might look like. Um, yeah, going from examples of, of people that have mothered me in this church and thinking, thinking about that, um, it's a person that I know that I've cried a many tear <laughs> on the shoulder of, of any spiritual mother that's offered it pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, to be seen, I think. Um, to um, a spiritual mother, yeah, just to, I think, be yourself. I think a spiritual mother looks different. Everybody does it differently, and I think that's the way it's supposed to be. But to kind of lean into how the Lord's directing you, I think that's going to help you be the best spiritual mother that you can be or person that you can be. Um, and I think, yeah, just being willing to trust that God has given you that role. <laughs> I think trust that he he has placed you. I think sometimes that's hard to to trust and and back, I guess, or um, honour the identity or the the partnership role that the Lord wants to have with each of us. He wants to partner with us as people, and so you know sometimes you have to honour. Oh, maybe I will. Maybe I do have something to say to that person <laughs> because I know that God's in me and 
um, he's working through me. So, yeah, being being bold in that, I guess, um, knowing who you are. Thank you. What advice do you have for those who might find Mother's Day challenging? Yeah, I too, um, I have my mother in Kyabram. I'll visit her today, which is lovely. Um, but for a different reason, uh, being a single woman, um, adult, or yeah, um, that can be hard because the world paints a picture of motherhood. Um, it paints a picture of a lot of things, doesn't it? <laughs> and as Christians, I think sometimes it's hard to, um, yeah, honour honour God's influence in your life or honour his call that maybe has um, led you to take steps that in your in your earthly understanding of what you perhaps wanted or that can be difficult. So I think, again, yeah, and that's I think that's on my heart for, for the youth group was that they would know their purpose and know their identity. I think if you know that you're called to something, even though it's hard... Um, if you have a sense of, like, I'm in God's plan, um, I know he loves me, walking through hardship is is easier. And I think also to recognise that regardless of whether, the uh, like, the world honours you for your choices or for what your life looks like, God sees you and he, yeah, is very much aware of, like, you, um, yeah, you trying to live out your... Your choice is <laughs> Thanks, Megan. How do we create a culture where we see the church operating as family? But you, do, you don't have to answer. Sorry. Yeah. No, I'll just. Sorry. Give it back. No. Um, no, I'll just finish. Um, yeah, creating culture. I think. I think sacrifice has to play a role. You sacrifice for the Lord to honour people. Um, because it looks a bit messy. <laughs> I think if you just want, if you could just hang out with people that you felt easy and that you felt filled you, filled you up, I don't think it look, would look like family. Family isn't selected for you. <laughs> Your siblings arrive and that's, you know. Um, <laughs> so I think it's a little bit like that, community and, and even in this place here. Um, I think it's good for us to learn to love each other the people that are next to us, because I think there's there's a godly um, positioning. And even in the last couple of years, I've realised that, that we've been knit together. It seems like <laughs> he's holding us together to do it well. Yeah. I'm so glad you got the mic back to yeah. answer that. <laughs> Please show Megan your appreciation. Thank you. Kay. Yeah, Neil told me I'm allowed to use too many words. Oh. <laughs> so I wish I was like Christian. Neil. Christian. <laughs> um, um, tell us a bit about yourself, Kate. I'm just going to be upfront and honest. I'm post 60. I feel incredibly honoured to be amongst these women because Ryan challenged me when I read Spiritual Mum. And um, I didn't really know that I fitted that role. So I've gone on a journey. So I'm going to tell you a bit more about my life to understand where I'm going. Um, But I started off in a Christian home. I had an amazing mother myself, which I was very blessed. But I lost at a um, younger age, like midlife, not young, young. But she wasn't there the day I got married, which was really important. Um, I went nursing 
nursing was just the best career and um, I reflected with someone else I know who's nearly 18 and a similar age of Gabby and all I wanted to do was leave Shepparton and conquer the world, which I did. I had an amazing journey. I've travelled all over the world and then somewhere in the middle of my life when I thought I had it all worked out, but there was probably a bit of a hole because I didn't have children, but I had amazing um, nephews and nieces. I met um, Neil and he had two stepchildren, which can probably confuse the whole word about what's a mother because my um, decision very early was that I would never um, try and compete with their mother. So I have to say I even removed the word stepmother because wicked stepmothers, fairy tales, it wasn't me. So I've always just been Kay and who I am in life. And um, then Neil brought me to this church. And so probably my upbringing and all that was brought back, but I went on another journey midlife. And I'm just going to mention some really important names because these have been the spiritual mothers that I've reflected on over um, the night. One's like Marion Gardner, one's like June Reed because I'm a practical person, so she got me in that kitchen and I washed cups, which was good. Um, I think um, Ronnie, Ruth, you know, we went on a walk one day and you bought me. So I think they gave me a belief that there was more for me than where I was at probably what the ripe old age of about 40. Um, and that's the journey I've been on. So I was very fortunate, and some of you would be aware, but in my sort of 20s, 30s, I was a midwife for over 15 years. So I saw the best of being a mother. I've cried with mothers. I've sat with mothers who have lost their babies. Um, it was just an incredible honour. And so then as I've continued in my career, I've had the opportunity to share that. And at the moment, and now being honoured with just a few months working with hospice and palliative care. So all of that makes up who I am. And then I have to put my faith on top of that. Thank you, Kay. So with all of those hats that you wear, you know... I'm allowed to say it now I'm over 60. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, is there a, a Bible figure you look to for inspiration? Well, one, one thing I'm not very good at is being able to recite every verse in the Bible. That's not my strength. And really what's been my greatest strength and what I've enjoyed most in your preaching recently is Jesus. Jesus is who walks with me every day. Jesus is who helped me push those doors open and walk through. So what is it about him? He was, he was kind, he's gentle, he's caring, he listens. He challenges you when you don't want to go there. Um, he answers you when you're by yourself and in your darkest times and he gives you an answer and it's the answer that takes you through the door. Wonderful. I think you've kind of answered the next question as well a bit, which is the characteristics of God that inspire you to look after those in your care. Oh, I think, um, and this probably is my background, is that everyone on this planet is equal. Um, and that is a challenge to how we love and how we listen and how we care. And not every person is the right person to speak to every person. And I think the other thing is accepting that, but there is always someone that's the right person for you to speak to. Fantastic. What does the role of spiritual mother look like to you? Well, I've had a bit of a... I did a bit of a Google. <laughs> I did... Um, well, it, is, it does help sometimes sort of put your thoughts together because I'm going to be honest, um, there's been Mother's Days I haven't come to this church and I wished it was online because I probably would have tuned in online but I didn't want to be in the audience and that was at a time when I went on a journey with IVF and things like that. So it was a time when I couldn't sit here. 
Um, but, you know, just so a spiritual mum is learning from our mums and walking out in our own space. And um, I think a spiritual mum, and there's someone that you'll all know, and she was really vital, was a young girl called Millie. Millie knocked on my door when she was, what, 13 or 14, and she said, we want to live with you. And I looked at Neil and I said, we can't let this girl here. And she took us on a whole journey. And I think there's been a few families that have been um, really touched by Millie's love and she's an amazing young person. But I got to hold Millie's hand when she had her teeth out and we got to drive together and we got to do that. So I think being practical. So what I've learned from spiritual mums is just being with people in their time and place where they're at. I think all um, my step-grandchildren and my stepkids and all that and my nieces and that would say similar things. I like food, we cook, do a lot in the kitchen, so it's often quite practical and that's probably the nurse in me coming out. Do you have advice for those who might find Mother's Day challenging? Yeah, I think you have to accept where you're at and you have to be able to speak the words and there will be someone that can walk with you at a time. You know, um, it's people like Janice and just her belief. And so it's, it's all of you that helped me walk and have brought me to where I'm able to talk as freely because I couldn't have talked like this at 40. I could probably, no, 30, I was probably a bit lost in myself. But 40 and 50, it's only something I'm now more able to, to perhaps put together because I value it now. Yeah. Wonderful. Finally, how do we create a culture where we see the church operating as a family? I think except we've got lumps and bumps, except we've got people who want to do it for all the right reasons, except that we've got a powerful book leading us, um, except, except that we all have a place in this community of our church and, you know, there might be just someone in this community that just says something one day that is the journey that we need to be on at that time. And um, I think, as they said, I'm not always very good at the person sitting over in the corner looking lost, but sometimes people just say something to you on a day and it's really easy not to hear that. So I think you've got to be a, have your ears really open and just be prepared to go and have that coffee or sit and, and time. A lot of my life have been too busy. You need time. Thank you, Kay. Can you please show your appreciation for Kay? Thank you. It's been an absolute honour to sit and listen to you talk. The wisdom, the, you know, the stories, your hearts. It's honestly, I, I knew it would be great, but it was better than great. So can we please give our appreciation to all these wonderful women who've come up and shared. Thank you. Thank you. So we're going to close the service. Um, yeah, if the way we close the service every other Sunday is if, if you've come to church and you, you want prayer for something, please feel free to come up the front here. I know that the days like today, like as I acknowledged before, are not always easy. And, you know, and and if, if you feel that there's a place in your heart where you you need God to heal you or to to touch you, then then maybe you might like to come and just spend some time in the presence of God just up the front here.
up to you, completely up to you. If you've come into church today and, and, you've, and you don't know Jesus, we've been talking about Jesus, His name has popped up, we've sung about Him a lot of times today, then I would also love the opportunity to, to pray for you and introduce you to Jesus. So don't leave today if that is you without coming and speaking to me. But again, if you need healing, if Mother's Day is difficult for any reason, please come up the front. And Michelle and I would love to pray for you. In saying all of that, because I'm about to let you go, if you are a woman in this church, and no, I'm not saying that you have carried a child necessarily, but if you have, or if you haven't, Today was about honouring women on Mother's Day. If you look over there, Sandy is holding a pack. We're going to hand one of those out to every woman in this room just to honour you and bless you today. Thank you for being here. Be blessed. Have a great week. your gift pack.